Hey, Michael. Hey, Morgan. Uh, as you know, the year is coming to an end. And it's going to be coming out on New Year's Day. Hey, Michael. Hey, Morgan. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. In an American tradition, I thought it would, this would be the appropriate platform in which we should express our resolutions for this new year. I'll go first. Okay. Call my mom more often. Are we doing real resolutions? Uh, I should procrastinate about the podcast less. Learn how to floss the dance. Oh, uh, learn how to twerk the dance. Volunteer at a bird sanctuary. I volunteer at a something funny. I don't know. Kitty cat shelter. No, that's not funny. That's sad, but it would be fun. Enter vanilla ice lookalike contest. Oh my God. Learn all of the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I know most of them, but I need to learn all of them. Um, that I will not contract chlamydia this year. We'll see. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm one of your other hosts. My name is Morgan. Oh, get out of here, baby New Year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was very offensive to baby New Year. He is now leaving. Okay, Morgan, we're going to start things off right. It's New Year's Day. And this is probably, let's face it, this is most likely everybody's first podcast experience of the new year. Everyone. So I thought instead of doing our Negative Nancy normal program, we're going to do another episode of Good Reception. Oh. So what do we do when we do Good Reception? We watch a show, generally, that we know a little bit about. Mm. Except for this episode, we're not going to. It's a a well-known well-known show. That has been highly praised, or at least loved by a mass audience. Then why are you even fucking asking me to do this? <laughs> That's not what it is. It's a show that one of us has seen and loves, and the other one has never seen. And it's our opportunity to force then a show Then how do you know onto... I don't know this one? I know for sure that you have never seen it. But I then know. I know anything about it? We'll see. We will see if you know anything about it. Let the record state <clears throat> that Michael... Gave me the most nasty look. Ooh, when? that one's nasty. Oh, that was That's a good a nasty. nasty. It's freak nasty. Ooh. Oh. Happy New Year, everybody. Okay, so we're going to watch a television program from, I let me see, I think it's 2004. Um, 2003. It lasted for two seasons, but the second season was only like five episodes. It was like a full season, the first season, and then it got a little bit of a second season, but it got canceled. And is the network? The network that it ran on, I believe, was Fox. Uh, Yep, originally aired on Fox. This is a show that I watched on broadcast and liked very, very, very much and was very sad that it got canceled. And we've actually talked about it on the show before. I've brought it up on the show before because it's a it's all I mean, it's essentially like a one season, a one and done that I love. Um. It is a show. What? What do you want? Drum roll, please. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. You got to guess. 
I hate this or game. Ask me some questions about it and see if you can figure out what it is. Um, is it a vegetable, animal, or mineral? Well, that's not a yes or no question, and it is a TV show. I'll give you that much. Well, in the title. In the title, mm-hmm. there is a there is a person in the title. Okay, is it the the titular person? Yes. Is it a male? No. Is it a female? <laughs> yes. Um, are they a doctor? Mm, not exactly. Mm, I don't understand what that is. Oh, is it starring Eliza Dushku? Yes. Okay. Is this true calling? This is true calling. Boom, everybody. Everyone who's playing at home. So you got it pretty quick. But do you know anything about true calling? I know Zach Galifianakis is in it. Correct. I know Eliza Dushku's in it. Correct. I know she's like, I think she's like a, a government engineered... Nope, now you're thinking of a different show. What am I thinking of? Now you're thinking of Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Then literally do not know what the show is. Ah, uh, that's what I said. So oh, what do you think? She's kind of a doctor. I, I said does she's she have, not exactly a doctor. Does she have superpowers? And this is her calling and her name's Trudy uh, you Weigel. Are, you have some? <gasps> she's Trudy Weigel of the Reno Police Department? <laughs> no. I had never thought about it, but I guess her name probably is Trudy, but she just goes by True. Okay. Uh, her name is True Davies, and she is a medical student. Okay. It, 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 okay, so what's the calling aspect? Were, were, was her parents, were they doctors, but they were murdered in an alley in front of her? And then her mother's pearls busted and they spilled everywhere all over the floor. And she was like, one day I got to revenge my parents' death by becoming a s- super doctor. Got to revenge him. Um, no, that's not... That's not what it is. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say that I have not seen the show in probably... You don't even know the show. Oh, I, I know what the premise is, for sure, 100%. But uh, I'm, I'm just saying, as far as how much I actually remember about the show, not a lot. If I hadn't just read that she was a medical student, I wouldn't have remembered that aspect of it. Um, Zach Galifianakis is a mortician. <gasps> Can't you bring people back from the dead? No. Does she see dead people? Kind of. <gasps> is a, this, this is an Ghost ex- Whisperer? No. This oh. is an extremely high concept show. But it works. That's why it only lasted for a season. But it works really well. It's really cool. I want you to try to guess what it is. It involves time travel. She can touch the bodies and then she can travel back to their death. So she knows how they died. Pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So she basically, when she gets, when she touches a dead body, she sees the way that they die, and then she Groundhog Days. What? Yeah. So it's like I Zombie meets what was that? Uh, Kyle, what's his face name? Show. He was on Friday Night Lights. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Chandler. Chandler. What was that show that he was in with Fisher Stevens? Early Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's basically like a supernatural version of Early Edition. Okay. With Eliza Dushku and Zach Galifianakis, and Zach Galifianakis is playing a serious role. Um, I mean, he's a funny character, but he's like. It's legit, straight, act, like, not a goofy parody or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's really, really good on the show. He hates this show. If you listen to the, he's on the commentaries and he'll just be like, I hate every fucking minute of this show. I hate, I'm so embarrassed that I was on it. And I'm like, why? This show is awesome. And he's really good on it. But I don't think he likes doing, like, straight character work unless it's, you know, really something outside the box. Like, uh, baskets. Like, baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he likes to do that kind of stuff. So what, I don't know. What else do we do on the good receptions? What, what do you need to know? 
I really like this show. I, I I think that it's a really cool concept. There's also uh, AJ Cook is in it from, you might know her from a little show called, I mean, TV, nope, movie called Final Destination uh, Part 2, sorry, Final Destination 2. She was also in, I think she was in Pride and Prejudice. I might be wrong about that. I don't know that. She's a recognizable character actress that rarely has leading roles. Anyway. So, So why do you think that this got canceled? Or should I say that for later? I don't know. Honestly, I legitimately don't know, except for people didn't watch it. Um, they did. They do a thing. I guess I'll just tell you because we're not going to watch the whole series right now. But they do a thing where they bring Jason Priestley on and he plays like the bad guy on it. And he's so freaking awesome on it. And I think it was like their sort of like last ditch effort to like, you know, stunt cast. <laughs> hey, guys. Remember what 90210? Yeah. Uh, and he's playing against type yeah and it didn't work and i think that they were initially expecting to get picked up for a second season and so they started shooting the season two Mm -hmm. i keep hitting the fucking can you stop hey hey michael stop i know i'm sorry i keep hitting the arm of the microphone stop pooping (laughs) stop pooping classic chris traeger hey guys if you don't watch parks and rec you should start because it's great. Yeah, guys, come on. So, Netflix. what else do we need to know about the show? When we said it was on Fox, it was on for well, I was just going to say twenty six total episodes. It's a high concept, but it, we're in the era of high concept shows. No, nope. yeah, and she's coming off of Buffy. Like this is the same year, the last year of Buffy. Yeah. So, um, I think she has, you know, Eliza Dushku has some cachet at this point. Absolutely, and Bring It On was when uh, two thousand. Ah, uh, all right. So I mean, yeah. She was, I think she was a fairly big name at this point, enough to, to draw an audience. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll watch it. We'll see if you if you agree with me that it's a cool show or if you think, no, this was... Uh, My thoughts right now are that I'm going to be lukewarm on it. That I'm going to be like, eh. Uh, it it was podcasting. created by John Harmon Feldman, who uh, worked on such series as The Wonder Years, Dawson's Creek, uh roswell so a lot of shows that uh i like <laughs> what were, what was the lead in do you know i don't know i can find out if you give me just a second boy okay <laughs> when it debuted it was the it was the lead in it it was the eight o'clock show on fox followed by what is listed as various specials and repeats so what day of the week on Wednesday. Oh, no, uh, sorry, 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 Thursday. So Thursday yeah, is a big night. A so, time. But that's against the the main shows. That's against heavy hitters. So it's against, uh, <laughs> as soon as I say that, it was against Threat Matrix. Everybody remembers Threat, Na- Threat Matrix from I'm writing that down for ABC. Uh, oh, it was against Survivor. And also against, oh, it was against Friends and Scrubs and Steve Harvey's Big Time Challenge. And the Jamie Kennedy experiment. So, you know, it had some really good stuff going <laughs> up against it. No, but seriously, Friends, like, there's, like... Yeah, you're not competing with that. How could you... Like, all of these shows. Friends and Survivor, that is, like, literally, like, every cross-section of America. Yeah. You're either watching one or the other. Yeah, but we got we got TiVo during this time, y'all. Yeah, but this is, like, still the pretty beginnings of it. This is also the beginnings of DVD, because I remember that this is one of the first ever shows that I owned on DVD. Mm. I was like, oh, cool. That show's on DVD now. Actually, I might have. Actually, I think I bought the DVD before I even watched the show. And then I watched the and then I watched the second season when it was on air. 
Oh, I was going to say, you said before God and the podcast I know, audience. I, I remember watching it on TV, like waiting for it to come on. But I think I just maybe that was just the second season. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it was had tough competition. And that's probably why it didn't last. Uh, well, we're going to see if I think it's better than Friends. <laughs> that's the bar. That's, yep. that's the only bar there is. Is that's it better than I'm, Friends? That's how I measure these shows. One of the biggest, most classic television shows ever made. Well, we're going to watch it. We'll be right back and we'll let you know what Morgan thought of True Calling. What if you had the power to change the future? Those people, they shouldn't actually be dead. By reliving the past. What happened to her? Neighbors heard a gunshot around 10. For True Davies, it's not just a possibility. It's a calling. She's alive. You're gonna die today, Rebecca. What did you just say? You asked for my help. Now I, I asked for your help. How could you know that? How could you possibly know just that? Just trust me. I heard another voice. Oh boy. Eliza Dushku. True calling. Thursdays, Fox Fall. And we're. We're back. We watched the pilot episode of Trudy Calling. What did you say? Is that what you said, Trudy? Is it? Yeah, Trudy Weigel. Trudith Calling and. Could be Trudith. Could be Truesdale. Could be. Truesdays with Maury. Could be Ruby Truesdays. <laughs> Truesdays Morning. It might just be true. That, that's all anybody calls her when she graduates yeah, but from college. Everyone else they is announce, Meredith and Harrison. It's got to be tr- Trudy or Truesdale or does, Ruby Truesday. It does seem unlikely that her her siblings would have normal names while she had a very unusual name. Mm-hmm. All right, so we watched it. What did you th- think? Or do you want to do a recap? I think we should do a recap. Okay. Let's talk about this show. Morgan, what is this show? Okay, so this show oh, is... How does it start? Well, first what of all... What year was this made? Holy shit. So the main titles came on, and I was like, oh, hi, 2003. It, the entire There's show. literally no other year that this could have been made. It's, it's filled with... Uh, like shitty over overproduced pop rock music and really yeah there's a lot of like, pop rock yeah i guess you're right and but. then more like in the practical soundtrack and then like the actual score for the show is yeah techno it's that shitty <laughs> shitty <laughs> techno music it just reminded me of uh spaced whenever they go to like the clubs and stuff i mean it reminds me of also of angel like the whole aesthetic yeah. and the same like moonlight interst- the interstitials yeah are all very similar and they did the same thing in uh what was the one we just watched with oh, chuck norris fuck sons of thunder it's these it's these like i almost said night rider <laughs> yeah like these like flash super cuts flash to whites yeah like 20 cuts in a row i'm gonna give you the scenes we just saw but a super cut version of it to where like at one point that at the end i thought i was gonna get a seizure like a pokemon induced seizure <laughs> yeah, they do end with the insane series of images at the very end of the show but at least this show has a reason for showing flashbacks just to prove uh i for main titles i put holy shit it's 2003 yeah it is immediately i don't i can't remember how the the theme song for it goes but it's very shitty techno 
Well, the, the theme song is oh, has yeah, like, it's like lyrics and stuff. Yeah, I can't you're remember. right. Uh, Something really uh, thematic mm-hmm. and over the top. All right. People back to life is true true calling is this weird thing that takes her to a we said shitty techno music, not coconut records, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman, whatnots. Going back to the morgue. Yeah. Um, okay, we open. It's May 1993. We're at a funeral, which this reminded me of another show. <laughs> I know has to deal with talking. So Ghost Whisperer owes this show some money for sure. The whole I was like, because you said Ghost Whisperer at the beginning, and I was like, as soon as that scene came on, I was like, this is exactly yeah. like Ghost Whisperer. We're opening up on a funeral. Uh, we learn that it's True's mother has been murdered before her time they the man the amount of times we hear people being killed before their time well obviously if well, they're killed they're all young it's before people. their time well that doesn't make it any better if it's an I old know, person getting murdered like it's especially. before their time michael okay so we are standing it's her as a child and her older sister and her younger brother we're standing over the mother's casket and then we hear uh her mother speaking to her and only she can hear it mm-hmm. and she says she forgives her yeah which first of all that is some heavy fucking shit because we learn later that True's mother was murdered in front of her and that her mom is forgiving her for not protecting her. A, what, 12-year-old? Well, because she knows that she's feeling guilty about it. Not because she thinks, like, I mean, you should feel bad, but I guess it's okay. Well, what are we going to do? I'm dead. Yeah, too late now, I guess, I forgive you. Womp, no, womp, she's womp, like, womp. her her little daughter is feeling guilty because she couldn't save her. And she's like, dude, that's okay. Like, you, there was nothing uh, you could And she do. was just reading it as, mom's yeah. forgiving me for not protecting her. Yeah. But still, that's some heavy shit to carry with you for the rest of your life. <gasps> it is like Batman. <laughs> Did we mention Batman I before? I did in, in our cold or In our, in our cold part. open? Not in our cold open earlier. Don't worry about it. Hey, guys, rewind. Maybe I didn't do it well. You know what? <laughs> hey that's pretty good that's what it sounds like um that was you going back in time as listeners Um, uh and we're back and we're back uh no we're gonna continue doing this okay so so let's do this um but she does make true as a 12 year old or whatever i guess she's supposed to be 12 here because we're gonna flash 10 years in the future at her college graduation. graduation yeah okay but she does make the point to say during this uh flashback we'll call it i wish what did you hold on i wrote it down guys yeah she wishes that she wishes she could, she could go, go back, back and save her so she could go back in time and save her hey guys write that down and file it away okay all right yeah, now there, it is 2003 yes there is like this is such a pilot episode there are so many of these little uh like contrivances yeah to where, be like pay attention to this guys yeah. it's gonna play a role later on or they lay the found work the found work where they lay the groundwork for what's to come and then it pays off exactly like perfectly and you're like life is fraughtless when a, you're thoughtless that's for a, the brainless go on we just saw wicked we did not just right now we just watched this sh- this show right no, now we just saw last it. We night just we saw wicked. the theater continue um yeah, Wicked was really good. No, I was just saying that they do that a lot in Wicked, too, where they're like, no, this is going to come in later. Yeah, so go ahead, continue. Okay, so it is modern day. It is 2003. She is late to her <laughs> college graduation. College graduation. 
And apparently she's like the fucking most popular girl in her school. Yeah, because everyone's like, Trudy da- what's Davis? Davies? Davies. Don't call her Trudy. I'm calling her Trudy. True Davies. <laughs> True Davies. And they're probably there for like 15 minutes calling this girl's name, this bitch's name. And she's like running <laughs> down the street. Was it with... important that we call her the B word? Yes, it was. You had to go um, back and dip, make sure you got it. Eliza would agree with me. Um, yeah, Eliza so she... Doolittle? That's a musical All too. I want is a room somewhere. Everyone loves my Cockney accent. Wait for a little bit, oh look. Wait for a little bit, oh look. Okay, nobody cares. Um. So anyway, she shows up to that, but she does take a moment to look at three empty seats. Guys, her family didn't show up. These Very bitches. Sad. It's sad. Now it's. You her. didn't mention that in the in the early flashback that she talks to her family and, and is like, "Hey, uh, so I just talked to mom, and she was like." It's all good. And they're like, yeah, you're a super disturbed little girl. Like, you're going to be fucked up forever now. Yeah, but her mom, I will say, just because this plays in later. Sorry, I'm hitting my mic. Um, her mom, we just hear her voice. We're not seeing her move. She doesn't, like, get up and talk and say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, so she relates to her family. She can hear voices. Great. Cool. Now, we're at the bar. Friends are celebrating. We graduated. And then the hot teach walks in and... Her friend, AJ Cook, I guess, yeah, is like, yo, true. That's my stomach growling. <laughs> yo, true. You that, hungry for some man? You thirsty for that? And she was like, no, I'm not into teachers. Well, guess what? She's a big fucking liar. Because then we smash cut to her getting out of bed and teaches in her room. And they just had sexual relations the night before. The previous night. Not just right now. I did appreciate her alarm. Uh... Was the Donna's? My stomach is still growling. <laughs> yeah, hers, her. Take it off. Take uh, it off, baby, for me. Just put it in here. Just a little taste. No, that was perfect. Everybody knows. It's mm, fine. Everybody knows the song. Yeah, so we learned she's been sleeping with Hot Teach. It doesn't play into anything, but I just Yet. thought it was a fun, it was a fun little, little moment into True's life that she, it's a great little look into the way she compartmentalizes her life. Yeah. So she is very protective over what she wants people to see. Right. I respect that. Also, he's a not super gross, but he's a little bit gross. Because he's like, yesterday you were... You were an uh, ethical li- yeah. violation or ethics violation. And now you're just uh, sleeping with your ex-teacher. Just wait till next semester and when I upgrade. Um, yeah. Also, he looked like he was maybe two years younger than Eliza Dushku. No. I mean, he looks like they're pretty close. <laughs> looks like they're pretty close to the same age. All the men in the show are 2003 hot. So you know what that looks like. Oh, man. Her brother, Harrison, is so 2003. Oh, it just made me think of Aaron Paul and not Aaron Paul. Sorry. He sounds like Aaron Paul. He sounds like Aaron Paul, but he reminds me of uh, Bradley Cooper and Alias. Yeah. Just that like the haircut. Nowhere near as attractive as Bradley. No, Bradley Cooper is fucking charming. No, like the leather bracelets clearly just walked out of Hollister. Alarm's going off. Just cutting into my great, great bit. Why is your alarm going off? I think I forgot to turn it off. I think I've just been (laughs) pressing reset. Well, could you turn it off. could you get up and go get it? You're closer. It, it's right in front. Of <laughs> I was like, this must be a bit. This has to be Morgan's bit. I it was in the living room. It's or, your alarm is vibrating and going off so hard right Listen, in front of you. I'm in the zone because I'm a goddamn professional. Beyond the professional. I was seriously like, where is this going? What is she going to do while her alarm is going That was my score. uh, I was about to wax philosophic. Anywho, we are back in it, guys. Welcome back. We are talking about 2003 hunks. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bradley Cooper, end of list. Um, wow. All right. Where was I? Okay. So it's her first day post-graduation. We learn that she's got an internship at the hospital that she's going to go do so she can then, I guess, continue her education in the medical field. Yeah, I would imagine she's going to go to postgraduate doctor school. What is it called? No, postgraduate doctor school. That's where she's going. (laughs) She applied to the big uh, doctor's university. Which is weird because I don't remember this show featuring her going to school. Like, I think that she well, just she's works in the morgue. Well, she's got a new calling. That's true. Hey! And that's true. Ah! Uh, um, <laughs> we just went SpongeBob there for a second. Oh, rest in peace. In peace? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to speak like our president. Uh, all right. Okay. So, yeah, so she wakes... Oh, my God. She, <laughs> she, 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 okay. She goes to her, her interview for her... I guess she's. I guess she's supposed to have a job lined up already. Yeah, she's supposed to start the internship that day. And this guy is like, "Yeah, so this doctor guy, this doctor man, uh, says, yeah, so that position is super not real anymore because we we dissolved that department because they and, lost all their funding and funding that day." And then he says, "Maybe the most shoehorned in oh, premonition yeah, yeah, yeah. for the episode that has." I I was hoping that it would have a little bit more bearing on what he was going to be saying. Because he says, he sets it up by saying, hey, there's another thing that you could go look out for or go go check in. And she's like, well, is it a good thing? And then he says, oh, people are people would die for this job. Hey, guys, are we laughing? That's not what I'm talking about, though. Um, That was just a solid pun by him. Um, even though it's one of those things like that's on a TV show where you're like, that guy, it wouldn't happen until like a couple All hours right. later and that All guy right. would never even see it. Elbow bump to Dr. Man. Anyway, you know, he's just chuckling to himself after she leaves. <laughs> Wait till she finds out it's a gig at a mortuary. Um, no, what I was going to say is that he says, so you were a track star in high school, right? Oh my God. And she says, yeah and then he goes well you might want to run to this new job which guys hey that pl- features prominently through this entire show and is this supposed to be in new york <laughs> i don't know i i was thinking maybe like seattle or somewhere like that Yeah, but they all like uh it's definitely in our not entire... shot in new york city no it's like shot here but uh or i guess maybe it could be shot up north but everyone in her family has like yo forget about it they all do but i think that's just kind of like because that's eliza dishku's natural accent yeah so they're just like, I guess. Where is she from? Connecticut? Um, I don't know. Let's let's take, let's take a moment. Hey guys, we're gonna take you a moment look up on the that, internet. and I'm gonna look up where it's supposed to take place. Okay, well it it was filmed in Vancouver, so that makes sense why it would look like. Yeah, but she just has Seattle. Well, okay, she's so she's from Waterton, Watertown, Watertown, Massachusetts. Apologies to everyone who's listening from Massachusetts, which is zero of you. All right, continue. What were we doing? Oh yes. You were a track running, star. Yeah. Great, cool. You're going to run down to the mortuary and meet with weirdo mortuary guy. But he says it like it's going to be like a joke, like it's a pun, like you better run down to this job interview. Yeah, cause but, maybe because, no. Because she's going to be a runner or something. But it's not. It just is to set up that she runs a fucking shit ton in this show. She does run a shit ton. But it could also be like, I, also, I took it to be like, hey, there are more people that were supposed to be in this program. And this is a, a slim opening for one person to take. Oh, like you better haul ass if you think you're going to yeah, get exactly, this Yeah, exactly. If you're going to get it because there's going to be other people. I, I really think it just is. Is that giving a, it too much credit? I think it's just lazily written Aww. because they need Aww. 
they need to set oh. up that she runs a lot. Oh. She runs this entire show. Anyway, she's in a big city. There's no reason for it. It is apparently could, just a, a nondescript big city because they don't mention it anywhere and they don't say it in the show. Well, I was taken to be New York. All right. All right. So she runs down to the mortuary. She meets with our best friend, Zach Galifianakis. Yes. So this is where I will say, um, having seen the whole show, that you do not get nearly enough of... Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I could, clear, I could his clearly His name is Davis, say. right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't get nearly enough of Davis because he's the best character on the show. He, he, I mean, he's in a decent amount in this episode, but he's doesn't really get any time to like flourish as a character. He's just, I mean, it's true of the whole episode. Her brother is a really cool episode. Is a is a really cool episode. He's a really cool episode. He's a really interesting character. I don't remember her sister, so I'm guessing it's not that interesting. Well, she just like, seems like a bitchy older sister. I was like, oh yeah, she's like a sister. controlling. Yeah. Uh, I do need to now point out something. Yes. That was not intentional, but she made a point uh, after her graduation, after she had her drinks, that she didn't want to have a hangover oh, the next day. Oh, Zach Galvanakis <laughs> is in the hangover. She, she didn't want to have a hangover, guys. Oh, my <laughs> She gosh. didn't want to. Okay. But, so, so uh, Zach's first line, though, oh. is a very Galvanakis. Yeah, we're, we're buds. Uh, Zachy G. Z-Dog. I forget what his joke is, but he does make a very. Z-Unit. Uh, <laughs> Zach Galvanakis joke. Yeah, he does say something that's very uh, he makes deadpan. Like a, yeah, and awkward deadpan joke. I'll say it because his eyebrows aren't so crazy in this. He's doing it for me in this show. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet he's Morgan's... He's pretty handsome in this. I bet Morgan's going to have a thing for... There's, there's well, something he's, there. He's, he's much slimmer. Yeah. Well, that's that doesn't bother me, but there's, there's I know, something. but I mean, like... And he's still, like, a hefty dude, but he's, like, a lot more svelte in this. He's also he's got, young, and, and he's got kind of a, a cherub face right now, not... Yeah. He hasn't been beaten down by the world of comedy yeah. just no, yet. No, I think he looks pretty handsome in the show. And he's got his his beard is way shorter. It's way more under control than it normally we'll is. We'll post a poll later on, guys. Would you do it? And he's charming. I think Zach Ovenek is awesome yeah, on this no, show. I, well, I think he's just awesome Wait, in general. Yeah, in general. He is. I know. That's uh, what's the word? <laughs> I don't know. I, you set that up like you were going to have a, a funny little zinger at the end and you had nothing. That's just my life in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. So he's walking her through what she's going to do. So she's the position she's going to be taking on as an intern. I guess. Sure. Who knows? Kind of. It's except that she's, she's working there by herself. Uh, she's going to be a forensic attendant. And as he explains that they were, well, here he said they go fetch the body, but she doesn't fetch the body. No, the body's brought does. to her. Yeah. And that she prepares the body for storage, but she doesn't do any of that shit in the show. No. What's her job? She She's, just sits there and watch, babysits the dead bodies. The dead bodies. <laughs> I don't know why my kids shifted. It's okay. Um, yeah, he it's says that year. she's going to like be like cutting their fingernails and trimming their pubes and stuff. Yeah. The old pube collector. The old trimming pube. Gleam in the pube. <laughs> oh, that should have been the name of the show. Then it would have been a huge hit. Jesus. Um. All right. So she's like, cool, yeah, I'll take this job. And he's like, oh, and it's the graveyard shift, and you start tonight. And by the way, we need to start you tonight. And so this is where I was like, in the future, after she has to do her little thing that she's going to do, she has to do all this shit and then go to work afterwards? Yeah, no, I'm exhausted watching the show. And does... There's absolutely... I would have been... We'll get back to it, but there's so many questions I have about how this thing works. Go ahead. All right. So we then go to... The bathroom. Come on in, guys. The water. Bathroom. The water is fine. I don't remember. Um, she's in the in a restaurant bathroom with her sister, Mary or Meredith. Okay. Do you is remember? she? Yeah. 
She's like sitting up on the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Everyone's there. Just, you know, take a pop of squat. Um, True is explaining her new job to Mary. Mary, we learn as a. Go ahead. No, continue. We just forgot to mention a big thing earlier. We can talk Do you about want to mention it right now? Oh, yeah, her brother. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Let's take. We're going to put a pin in the bathroom. Just wait for it. It's so good, you it's guys. So good. Just oh, let it build up. Get juicy for it. And we're uh, gonna go back in time. Earlier in the morning, after she first wakes up and has that moment with her gross, gross boyfriend, uh, her greasy bohunk. Um, he said he uncle. wasn't gross. I said he was a little gross, and you're like, now no. I'm thinking about it. He is pretty gross. Okay. Um, he's also like, if a oatmeal cookie was a person, that's what he looks like. I don't, that seems like a positive to me. No, I think he's just doesn't look like anything he looks beige to me i mean he's like there are women at home who know what i'm talking okay. about he's like a generic handsome dude with a five o'clock he's shadow a, just a like a face yeah. I, nothing discernible. anyway anyway she gets a phone call from her brother and her brother we learn um the way he's dealing with their mother's death everyone's dealing with the mother's death death differently right the way he's dealing with it is he's gotten himself into gambling and he has a gambling addiction and he's currently i don't know seven o'clock in the morning sitting at a table that he's going to be sitting at for the rest of the, the yeah, day. Yeah, he said he's been doing it since 2 o'clock in the morning. Holy shit. Somewhere, I guess... Well, this is kind of like... I was kind of playing on a, a really not a stereotype. okay stereotype with... Uh, I don't know what... Like the Yakuza or something? I guess is basically where there's some sort of Asian group um, where he's gambling with these people. And he's like, I need... What does he ask for? Like a grand from yeah, her? He, she a, a post... Like just recent graduate? Yeah. You know what I had then? Nothing. Well, she doesn't have anything. She's like, no. Why would you think I have that kind of money? Yeah, we're living off of two dollar tamales from TJ's. Oh boy. Anyway, she's like, no, sorry, dude, I can't help you. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And I'll make it work up. without you, bitch. Okay, so we're now at the bathroom. Yeah. We learn that this is uh, a dinner that the the two siblings, the three siblings, are supposed to get together and celebrate the anniversary of their mother's death. Right. Which is celebrate. pretty ma- macabre. Yeah. Or remember her. Yeah. Or celebrate her life. Yeah. I think that's fair. Michael? It's just a funny way You know way what your resolution it. should be this year? Judge me less. <laughs> no one should be judging me. Anywho. So, Mary's in the bathroom. They're getting together. They're getting ready to go back out to sit at the table, I guess. Um, Mary walks out without her purse, and then Drew looks in there. She's a little sneaky sneak. She pulls out an envelope, and there's some genuine cocaine. Grade a-, a. Oh, that's not flour? I thought she was going to bake later. So we learned a very tiny cake. Very quickly that Mary has, um, and it, that's how she deals with well, shit. It seems like she had an addiction in the past, and now it's like coming back. Yeah. Because she says, like, you know how you are. You can't just do this once. You're going to fall back into it. When yeah. she Didn't they teach her. you anything in rehab, which is not something you tell someone with an addiction. Anyway, she confronts, she confronts her at dinner. And, oh, my God. <sighs> Professional. She confronts her sister at dinner that's and is fine. like... Hey, so, yeah, I know you're doing that big C, I don't know what slang for cocaine is. Cocaine. I know you're doing that white powder. That uh, You ride in that white rail. You know what I'm talking about. Taking the unicorn to the... No, finish it. <laughs> that, that powder waterfall. <laughs> you're not good at this. Uh, you would be a bad cop is what I'm saying. Good cop, bad cop. Uh, okay, anyway, so her sister's like, fuck you, double birds, out the restaurant, flips a table over. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> True's left there by herself. Um, True g- 
goes home. Anyway, I don't remember where she gets this phone call. True gets a phone call. It's her brother. Oh, yeah. Harrison, who called her earlier with the gambling addiction. He needed money to stay on top of these guys that he's gotten himself into bed with. Are you out of notes already? Yeah, I stopped taking notes. Yikes. Okay. Uh, I bet. I think I can recall this. Okay. Uh, No, I should have more notes, guys. Nope. No, I do have more notes. This was good. This is good for the podcast. Okay. And we're Continue. back in it. Harrison calls, or somebody calls on behalf of Harrison. Harrison yeah, has all shit fucked up. beat out of him, which happens. If you don't have money to gamble, they're going to be very mad that they're not getting the money that they're owed. Yep. Guys, hey, you listening right now, you know who I'm talking to. You're at the table right now and you're about to make don't, the worst don't, mistake hey, of your life. Do not take money from the house to then gamble with. Because if you lose that money from the house, guess what? One thing I've learned from gonna movies. You're going to lose your nutballs. The house always wins, bitch. Anyway, so he's in the hospital and he says, very pointedly, guys, let's pick up all these little graham crackers along the way. He says something about like all this over a ten of clubs. Right. He's like, I prayed. uh, He says, like, I prayed to God for a 10 of clubs. And that's how I know there is no God or whatever. And then he's just like, then blames poor true here. Poor true is like got, I don't know, a thousand pounds of baggage she's carrying around. He's like, well, you know, this is basically your fault because you didn't give me money. Right. So fuck him. Anyway. So then she goes to her job. Cool, cool, cool. A body comes in. Mm -hmm. Did I just do some plosives? No, just loud. Sorry. I was doing it for dramatic effect. A body Jesus came Christ. in. Um, a beautiful woman who kind of looks like Natasha Richardson if she was younger. Rest oh, in peace. She's too soon. Um, anyway, let's just get through to this. She is there by herself and she starts hearing some weird shit going on. And so she starts checking all she's of the... She's hearing a voice specifically. specifically. But, it, but it's done with like that... 2000s yeah like, it got a little creepy <laughs> well no it got even no it was like more like subdued it got kind of like uh the house on haunted hill what's the one with two digs and ellie louder yeah house on haunted hill kind of like that where it got a little spooky for a minute yeah. i was like ooh. and so she starts checking all of the drawers until she finds one and it's the girl that just came in her name was something morgan rebecca, rebecca morgan. morgan and she opens up her eyes and she looks at her and she's like help me and then instantly she flashes back and it's groundhog day and it's sunny and share put your little old hand in mine i got your mcdowell's there being southern and crazy just kidding but it does do lowski's there it does do the same plot device that yeah then we hear the donna's again why don't you take me up right and she hears the couple above her having sex again. oh yeah we didn't mention that at the beginning but i was like dang they're going at it early in the morning yeah good good for them so yeah she so she Takes the rest of the morning to figure out that she's Groundhog Daying. And you know what that's like when you have a couple Halloween jalapeno poppers the night before and a couple black coffees when you're Groundhog Daying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she sees that the yeah. lottery numbers are the same and she's having the same conversation with her brother and her boyfriend. And she keeps being like, no, we just did this yesterday. And they're like, oh, silly. No, we didn't remember. This is what happened yesterday. And then she's like the fuck so anyway she's like okay this is what's happening i'm clearly supposed to help this dead body so she and yeah she figures that out kind of quick yeah but oh so what i was gonna say earlier is does she get the sleep back because she just, that's the question you have for this show I, yeah because i'm because i'm like otherwise, is she feeling rested when she wakes up yeah because otherwise she just lives an entire day she goes back not just an entire day, an entire day, and then into working a night shift, 
and then goes back all the way to the beginning of the day and then does the same shit over again, except it's like the most crazy day of her entire fucking life and then has to go to work after that. That would be like seven days of not sleeping. Well, she's running like she's running a New York marathon. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Not duh. Anyway, uh, that... yeah, I'm going to assume that she did. I don't know why that's the question you have about it. Because she uh. would be very sleepy. She would be very sleepy, but she could call up her sister to get some cocaine. <laughs> uh, right. So, yeah, she's leaving the day again. She very, she quickly, quickly realizes she needs to help this dead body that was calling her last night or that day. Uh, so she enlists the help of her friend, AJ Cook, to look up on the interwebs. Uh, Rebecca Moore, bleh, Rebecca Morgan, which to me seems like a fairly common name. Yeah. And thankfully for her, there's just one in that giant city. So she gets her address and she starts to stalk this woman. I mean, it's the early 2000s. So I think like even this would be like a novel idea for people being like, oh, I never thought about searching for somebody on the Internet. So they were just like, yeah, you could just find people on the Internet. Yeah, but there would just be one listing for Rebecca Morgan. Morgan is one of the most common last names. There wouldn't be. But average viewers have no idea because they're not. That's not normal yet. Um. All right. So she is running. We're now running. We're running down to. She should really invest in like a, a fucking a, or a bike. Card. Well, it's a big city. I get it, but a bike. Come yeah, a scooter. On. That's come not, on. Rollerblades. Uh, a bird. It's the a lime. Oh, she could do some inline skating. Ooh, she could really brink it up. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what is Eric Von Detten up to? Guys, know. remember Eric Von Detten? No. I'm get those old. hair drapes. Oh, he was so charming. Anyway, anyway, so we see that she's alive. She's moving about. She's working in a coffee shop. And true, so, true decides that the best way to go about it is to just be like, to you're going to fucking die tonight to Nancy drew this shit, which I think is totally inappropriate. But yeah, she tells this woman. But what else uh, is she going to do? She can't tell somebody. Nobody's going to believe her that she's having reliving the same day. Be more sneaky about it. I would do this a lot different. I'm just saying. Okay. I'd be way better at it. Um, but yeah, so this woman's working in a coffee shop, uh, and so True's well, like... Is she, or is it a bar? It's like a coffee bar. Because she offers to put alcohol in her drink. Yeah, and there's clearly vodka shots and stuff listed, but yeah. there is uh, it's open during the day, which I guess maybe bars are. I don't know. Keep going. I guess in a big city. I don't know. We live in LA a where everything's city? lame. <laughs> That'll do. Um, that's not his accent. Anyway, so she tells this woman, of course, this woman's correct response is, this woman's crazy. She's probably referring to her killing me and tells, what's his name? Gareth. Sure. Drendon. Gareth is good enough. <laughs> the guy, the other guy who works there, like, hey, this guy, this this lady is trying to kill me. But then this, this is where, it, again, it starts having these, like, all these coincidences where she is like, Gareth, you're never going to believe what happened outside. And then she's like... Oh, and right before that, she gets a call from somebody on her on her phone and is like, "No, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. What right now?" Yeah, she's like, the, "When?" And then she says, prior to uh, True telling her that she's going to die, like, uh, "Some people just don't get it when it's over." So yeah. we know that there's clearly an ex problem right. here. So she runs to the back to like tell Gareth that she she says his name. So and then, True, being the sneaky little bitch that she is, right? We know she goes into people's purses and looks at stuff. Yeah. She's already established that yeah. earlier. Didn't think about that. Um, so she finds out, A, that um, Rebecca is taking folic acid, which who isn't, right? Right. Um, and then she I looks am. in the, on the phone, there's a caller ID and we see it, it says Aaron McCann. Right. 
Again, clearly only one Eric McCann in the entire city. Yeah. She finds him immediately. It just cuts to her like being at, I guess he works at a school. Yeah. I think he's like a PE teacher. Maybe. Something. And then he's, and then she's just like, so anyway, Aaron, um, I was working with Gareth and uh, Rebecca, Rebecca is her name. And we're super friends. And I know that because of, I know the names of the people that she works with. And anyway, blah, blah, blah. And, and gets this information out of him. It is this, this series of like, it's really lucky that these people offered up this random information for you to work with. Just know if you come to me pretending to know my friends, I'm going to be very suspicious. No, I might be kind of helpful. I'm kind of naive like that. I might be like these people. No. Okay. I wouldn't. Anyway, so he gives up like, hey, I'm not the only ex-boyfriend because we all know when somebody gets murdered. We didn't say first. So when when she's brought in, the body's brought in, she has a bullet wound in her neck. Right. Okay, guys, just have that there. So we always know nine times out of ten, it's the lover, right? So he lets it slip that he's not the only ex-boyfriend and the only relationship in her most recent past. There's this other guy that he happens to know the first and last name of, which is pretty yeah that's like if you're having i don't know like if you're like seeing multiple people would you be like oh my other boyfriend the other guy i'm seeing is elliot winters which is who we learn is this guy's name um we gotta speed this up okay got it anyway so we go to elliot winters he's it's daniel craig and basically (laughs) he looks just like daniel craig yeah it was pretty scary um he works at some big highfalutin company i guess architecture who knows he's a jerk he had sex with her and he's like pretending like he didn't and then then we learn he has a a wife and two children and that the reason he knows rebecca is because she was uh the kids dance teacher it's weird though because he like denies it and then like she leaves and then he's like goes and catches up with her in the elevator and is like and he's telling me i'm gonna fucking kill you like takes her by the throat and slams her against the elevator and i was like dude you were good like just deny it. Why did you start? What, because, what's with this? Because she gave she gave that knowing look to the photo of uh, his wife who had that heart necklace, necklace on that Rebecca's body had when she came in. He he but saw he that. But he didn't do it. He went on that journey with us. He knew it. Anyway, so yeah, we know this guy's bad news brown. Bad news browns. Bad news brownies. Bad news bears. Uh, what was <laughs> I like the bad news browns? That sounds like that sounds like football. It would still be football. It would just okay. be a different city. But I, I was going to say the bad news brown sounds like that's uh, hitting the bathroom after a. <laughs> well, after you had a knife out of your poppers <laughs> and black coffee. Oh, I got the bad news um, browns. <laughs> oh boy! Anyway, new catchphrase. Um, okay, so she's ghost whispering it. Uh, this is when I stopped taking notes. This is exactly like ghost whisperer. This is what she does too. Yeah, she goes and she she goes and helps these bodies find peace. Or, but instead of like... Only this show is cooler than ghost whisperer. Yeah, the she can't go back in time and save these people. She just helps like... Yeah, she just resolves whatever thing they that's have. That's keeping them here on the spiritual plane. She goes... Yeah, this is better because... Our she can actually save her. There's like can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. These are things that, that could have been avoided. Right. But what's cool is that they also incorporate her personal life. Like, she's like, well, since I got this opportunity to go back in time, I might as well, like, fix all the stupid shit that happened to me as well. Correct. So she goes and she sees her brother at right. the gambling parlor. That's the thing? Sure. I don't know. It's a bar. He's also getting his hair out. curled. I was thinking more saloony, like old-timey parlor. parlor. Oh, yeah. Um, She takes note <laughs> that as they're playing this card game that she interrupts they're using a, a deck of bicycle 
Yeah. I, which is, I, I, are there any other kinds of cards that are I mean, used in are. A, it, a poker game? It's just, it's, it's another one of these coincidences that's like, that's too exact for that to ever actually work like that she would be able to look at a deck of cards and be like oh i know where i can find that exact brand i just thought of another show that this is mixed into what and that's psych i haven't seen psych he's just super he's hyper observant of everything right which is what she's doing i would never think to i mean i guess because she she heard so her brother said the the last time they lived through this moment that he needed a ten of clubs so she's like this could be my opportunity i should look at the the yeah. card deck i, I think know. i think that this makes more sense as the show goes on because it's happened to her before so she's always hyper aware yeah. of things to be like if i go back today i gotta remember to fix this later yeah um this is the first time it's ever happened to her so it seems un- unlikely that she would have this kind of well, like especially because she the the first time she lived this there was like bingo or lottery numbers lottery. Are three numbers first of all guys come on um but that she remembered the sequence of numbers there's absolutely no way that i would be paying attention to something like that well i think that it was meant to say that she plays the lottery so she was watching it with intent oh like she purposely turned on the tv to right to see numbers. what the numbers were what 22 year old is playing the lottery I don't know. One that's broke and needs some fucking money. Yeah, you're wasting your money. She got to pay for that medical school. Anywho, okay. So she goes. She sees her brother, and she's like, "You shouldn't. You should walk away right now." And she knows that he's not going to. She leaves. Okay, cool. Yeah. She goes sees her sister, and she sees that um, a male quote male delivery person is dropping off an elephant. Uh, an elephant. An elephant. An elephant <laughs> full of cocaine. I've only. It's had a lot. Two glasses of wine. An envelope that matches the same one that she snooped that was like a cane <laughs> right anyway this scene is whatever who cares okay fast forward she she yeah she confronts her and is like i know you got cocaine or whatever blah, blah, blah. next scene i don't know what it is what happens next uh she oh goes, she like calls that galifianakis no he calls her yeah she does call him and she's like hey what why just hypothetically oh, no, she goes she goes there and is like hey oh, so yeah. yeah i'm gonna work here tonight and i know all the shit already because we already talked about this i mean something that's not crazy whatever and he just keeps being like have you done this before and he's like super confident in her now because she's like oh the crypt's over here right yeah so he's like shake. yeah he's excited that she like seems like someone who knows her shit even though she just knows it because he told her the same thing yesterday or that the same day previously lived right um cool so then later on, she is now out shopping and she she is on the phone with Zach Galifianakis because she calls him and says, like, basically, hypothetically, if somebody were to die with a gunshot wound in the back of no, in the front of their neck, in the front of their neck. Yeah. Um, like, what what could that be? And he's like, well, depending on the situation, it sounds to me like it could be an, uh, an ex- execution style killing, which means that somebody murdered her out of anger, which I'm like, I, mean, I guess it could be out of like circumstance you would murder someone, but I feel like nine times out of ten it would be out of anger, um, and that it would probably be like a twenty-two caliber uh, shot. Yeah, he, he not shotgun. It's pretty gun. <laughs> shot twenty-two caliber shotgun. Um, he gets pretty specific with like Pistol. the details on something that he is completely hypothetical that he doesn't yeah. have any idea what it would be. And he, but it's also funny because he's like, wow, you haven't even started yet and you're already trying to solve the murders. A thing that you shouldn't be doing at all because we're not paying you to do shit. You're just supposed also, to babysit the dead bodies. Not a cop. Yeah, absolutely. I know. So, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm almost positive there's some sort of uh, clause when you work for the morgue that's just like, 
This is, you just keep everything here. Here are your, the things that you are responsible for. Do not step outside of that purview. Like, well, yeah, I'm sure she's not even allowed to do like autopsies and stuff. Like, she's not allowed to do any kind of investigative. No, you things. just clip them po- pubes. Yeah, poops. Cl- <laughs> Maybe clip collect them that poops. poops. Somebody got a case of the downtown Browns. <laughs> the what, bad was, news Browns. The bad news Browns. Anywho, so she's shopping for bicycle carts. We know where this is going. She goes back to her brother, hands her hands him a ten of clubs, and just like, mm, just in case if you need this. Um, well, I mean, she's like, you're definitely going to need this. And he's like, okay, what's the likelihood I'm going to need this card? And he says here, like, basically, I've been hearing voices like I did with mom at her funeral. And he's like, cool, you're crazy. Well, she's... She says that to him. That's what I said. It sounded like you said he says that. No, she said that to him. Yeah. But uh, again, like, she, she says, like, I've been hearing voices, and he immediately is like, oh, like, mom? That was 10 years ago. Is it seriously well, that? Well, they're, it seems like they're the, so she's the middle and he's the youngest. Yeah. So maybe they were closer than, there might be a little a little bit. That doesn't seem too weird for me. It just is funny that that, if, if he immediately jumped to well, that. Because who knows if that was the only time she heard his or heard her voice yeah so I, I will take this moment to say the weirdest thing about this show they don't even try to explain what's going on like why this is happening or i mean they, they hint that like maybe her mom is trying to like help her or something but like there was nothing that triggered that she started doing this going back in time it just happened she, she witnessed a murder oh for that no she just happens to work at the morgue so i'm guessing that like the her entire life from when her mom died until right now she had this gift yeah but but has never never encountered encountered a dead body that's how i took it but it's so weird like so she just has always had this gift but that's what i mean like they don't they don't explain like where she got it or how she has this power well i mean something so tragic as your parent being murdered in front of you it makes sense for a fictional even, world like this. But where, they don't even say that. They don't even say, like, it's probably Well, why from would they need to? Died. It's pretty apparent. I don't know. It's it, Usually in a show like this, there would be some attempt to explain what's going on. You don't know. Maybe I do later. I mean, I do know. I've watched the show. But you didn't even remember that you watched it the first time around. I do, or on DVD. I do remember. I've, I've watched this show more than one time. Anywho. So she goes back to the bar to try and convince uh, Rebecca to listen to her. But she runs into Gareth Dresden. Who did we say? Gareth. The cat is ripping up the paper. Knock it off. Anywho, so she goes back to the bar and she's like, I need to talk to Rebecca. Gareth is like, well, she doesn't really want to talk to you. But the baseball game is going. I didn't pick this up the first time around. Uh uh, But there's a Boston Sox. Maybe they're in Boston. The Boston Sox. The Boston Sox are playing the Peoria Pirates. (laughs) She knows that there's going to be a big turnaround at the end of the game. I don't I guess she remembered that from the day before. And so she bets the guy, like... Because the, the current team is up. She's like, I'll, I bet $100 that they're going to lose. And he's like, all right, dummy. And she's like, if I... If that comes to be... Then you have to tell me where that chick is later. Yeah, you got to help me out. Also, I bet you $100. I'll give you the $100, but you got to help me out. Yeah. Cool. Where do we go from here? Um, I don't know. We're just going to skip to her saving this girl. She... Yeah. So anyway, she intercepts... She, like, saves this girl, like, three times. Yeah. So she intercepts rebecca at elliot winter's like big 
company party. She thinks that she's going to go there and like confront. Um, Cause we learned the folic acid. She's like, Oh, pregnant ladies take folic acid. So she must be pregnant. So Rebecca goes to this big hoop to do at Elliot winter's place. And his family's there. And she's going to go tell his wife that she's pregnant with her, his baby. And then she was like, no, don't do that. So they go back to her house, her apartment. But then the other ex-boyfriend is there and he's like, got his hand in his pocket so we all know what that means he's touching himself <laughs> just kidding no he's got a gun in his pocket and he is not happy to see you and um true does some uh Karate. what's that word called what was her character on buffy faith she does some five by five kick ass yeah she, um, it's so funny because like they're having this comfort confrontation like and she like roundhouse kicks his yeah, hand she's, like out of nowhere i was like you're not being faith right she's now like, yeah and I was like, that's not true to your character. True. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like a tick now. Anyway, so she saves her from this guy. And then, whoop, she saved the day. Yeah, raised the roof. Makes it back in time to the restaurant to go have dinner with her sister and her brother, who's not in the hospital because he had Yay. that 10 of clubs, which I'm like... If they had caught him sleeving a card, are you fucking kidding me? Also, they would have murdered him. Also, he sleeves the card for a fucking royal flush. You don't think they're going to be suspicious? Do you know how unlikely it is to get a royal flush? He should have just got a ten of clubs. I mean, sorry, a ten of spades or something. So it would have just been a straight, uh, a royal straight, and then that still would have beat the guy, and it would have been less weird. Go fish. So he's there at the dinner. Mary shows up. She's like, cool. Happy to be here. They have their dinner. Fantastic. Then True gets a call. Galifianakis is like, you know what? Another way that this could be looked at is if the the entry wound would have been through the mouth and the exit wound would have been through the the throat. So that would have been a self-inflicted. Yeah, anyway, she runs back. She saves her again. This time she's like, no, you don't. You're going to kill yourself. Don't do it. I watched my mother get murdered in front of me. But it's also, like, kind of dumb because I'm like, so she killed herself and then was like, help me? Yeah, I, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I mean, I guess, like, maybe she was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But Because she murdered her unborn child. Yeah, she killed herself. Which I have a problem with telling, saying something like that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe she, I don't know. It, it, the setup is not so good. It's not the best. But anyway, so she saves her and then she's like, oh, thank you. So then she goes back to her job that night. And then at the same time, the guy rolls in the body and is, makes says that basically the same thing that he said the first time around with Rebecca Morgan. And then he re- reveals this woman's different woman's visage. Right, it's older lady. And she's and he's and like, he's like Cancer's cancer, a bitch. So we're OK. We don't need to solve this one. And then we go to. We, the next day, she picks up a newspaper, and finally... Finally. We're the next day. Yeah. And then... Super cut of the entire show. Yeah, super crazy. A bajillion images. I really had concern then, for my brain. And then Elijah Dishku just right down the barrel looking at us with the wind blowing in her face. True calling. Bitches. Suck a dick. That's Which, how it ends. It ends with her saying that. Suck a dick. And would you doubt that? And that's no, why it got canceled. Eliza Dushku. Because they were like, you can't say that, especially not every single episode. I That's would. the gist of it. There's some stuff we skipped over, but whatever. Um, okay, Morgan, Rebecca Morgan. That is my Christian name. Are we doing? Are we just going to do this like a normal episode? Um, I think, yeah. And not we shouldn't do so something nice. For okay. This. 
Morgan. You should just hear my thoughts. Morgan. It's time for. Give us, it's time for Morgan's thoughts. That's stealing from another show. Um, it also wasn't i didn't do the home improvement theme song i know but i was in my head um okay so here's what i have to say about this show everyone gather in Uh, for being uh a 2003 procedural it doesn't seem like it doesn't i don't understand why it wouldn't have worked i'm a little confused by that because it's not much different than i mean obviously the storyline is different but the way it's executed reminded me a lot of alias Uh like all these like coincidental setups and the way it all plays out and the way it moves is pretty indicative of a lot of the shows that were going on at that time yeah and it's taking a lot of elements from like like buffy even though it's not um a horror show it's Mm -hmm. but it's it's the supernatural and uh kind of taking like the funny entertaining bantery characters Mm -hmm. you'll get more of that as the series goes on zach galifianakis obviously is that the more like funny entertaining character yeah but yeah i and I, i think it's a really fun premise and that wasn't really overdone at that point. I think we've seen this a lot over the past, like, 10 years, the kind of Groundhog yeah. Day thing. But at that time, it, you know, you said early edition, which is is like that. But it wasn't quite as overplayed, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I think I just genuinely think it's a cool idea for a show. Yeah, and I mean, for me personally, mm-hmm. it's the thing that I don't like. Because then I'm like, well, then I know what the show is. Every show is the same different characters different story but the same setup and it's going to be executed the same way it's going to interweave with her but it doesn't do it it's not uh a monster of the week like kind of setup it, they do do ongoing story like that's why i was saying like it's cool that she it's, she incorporates her own life in these reliving which i imagine probably the the man the unnamed man that they never caught who killed her mom right, is probably come into play yeah. later on which that's interesting to me. So if it's not this thing every single week, I could I could stand it. I mean, it's this thing every single week in that every week she has a person who dies that she has to go back in time. But it also is like a nuisance because like say you like live your whole day and you did all this stuff and then you have to go back and save this person. You're like, well, fuck, now I got to make sure I do all that same shit again. Yeah. And and save this person's life. Yeah um so i think that's i don't know i think that there's a lot of cool and it's a high concept that has a a lot of potential for a for comedy because of the yeah that's my my thing where i'm like i would like i'd be interested in watching more of this if i knew that there was going to be more comedy yeah there is for sure and and more drama too but that's the problem with something like this is that the pilot is has you've got it yeah it takes so much time to lay out the yeah the, the overall story um and like i said the characters in this are a big part of what makes it likable like aj cook is almost not even in this episode yeah i can see her being being a little bright spot and yeah. they just and having elijah dushku and zach galifianakis zach galifianakis playing off of each other who are both very straight laced character types uh-huh. um i could see that brewing some comedic moments yeah and and they have a good lead in Liza Dishku. I that's I will say so if we want to move on. Yeah. I will say that the thing that I like about the series is because she's the lead. I yeah. I don't see this working with anybody else during this time. Yeah. I really. I mean I she's really good. Actor. I actually and it's funny because like I really don't like her on Buffy, but it's because I don't like Faith. I think her her the character of Faith is obnoxious and like she's like, got to be a bad girl and a badass or yeah, everything. Yeah, it's it's an easy foil for Buffy. Um but 
on this show, it's her getting to be the main character, not like this, like she's got layers. And like, like I said before, like, it's interesting to me to see a care, a female character during this time who is not over sexualized and who is pretty nuanced, just like something so little as her close, close friends, not knowing that she's sleeping with her, her teacher for who they're like, it looks like they're living together almost. Right. Um, I think that's, that's interesting and worth, uh, exploring a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's definitely, you got to take it with a grain of salt because this is 2003. This is not a uh, prestige drama that we get these days where you're like, holy shit, it's like a movie. Like, yeah, the no. production quality is not great. The acting isn't always so great between, uh, I mean, I think that Eliza Dishku and uh, Zach Alphanakis are good, but everybody else is kind of like, hmm, they're, they're TV, TV acting. actors. Yeah. And, you know, like like we've criticized some of the writing, it's not like top notch, but overall, if you can accept that, it's a it's a show from that time. I don't know. I think it's really good, mm-hmm. and I, I think it, it held up for me personally. Like I said, I think it'd be more fun to watch the later episodes that aren't all set up. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed rewatching it, and I think it's I, I stick by my my good reception label. This is a good one. It has a seven point five on IMDb, so that's not too bad. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely down to watch more episodes. Yeah, I, which is not what. I was thinking when we entered into this. Yeah, you were like, it's going to be whatever. Well, because it is, it's such a formula. I mean, again, just seeing the pilot, it just seems to be like the CSI type. But I I really don't think that it's like that. It's definitely more story-based. Yeah. Well, just character, like the characters that I watched over the last 45 minutes, I'm I'm interested to see where their arcs go. Yeah. Um, Oh, is there potential for a reboot, Michael? Is there potential (laughs) for a reboot? Not even a question we normally do anymore. But I think for something like this, we should. Is there potential for a reboot? I think, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but we might have, you watched the show. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like you're kind of getting, I would see yes in a more comedic realm not maybe not leaning so much more on the so that'd be more side. like early edition though right is it or early edition kind of is funny it, mm, no it's i it's got the same not it's i always a, i always kind of like put it together with quantum leap like they're in the kind of like the same it's like a sci-fi drama but it's mostly like funny yeah i guess that's that's accurate but um, it, i haven't I, seen it since it was on tv so i was I gonna know. say that for something that's on tv now is this would that be more like something like i zombie obviously that's more of a leaning into the horror realm but like the the formula like that procedural with so i'll say like i was gonna put i zombie as my recommendation because it is so similar okay um but whatever this is good reception we don't have to follow the normal format i zombie does something really clever with a similar idea I don't think it's as executed as well as this show i think this show is a better show than i zombie mm-hmm. i zombie is like I just wish that it was, I, I always wish that it was better, but it is still really cool. What's up? That one guy from Alias is on iZombie. Which guy? I can't remember his name. He's British, but I think he has an American accent. Oh, that's right. He plays he's the, the bad, bad guy. guy on yeah, Alias. Yeah, he's super awesome on the on iZombie. Mm-hmm. He's like the best part. But yeah, iZombie is cool. It, it, it's funny because I'm sure that Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20, just getting Rob Thomas, creator of Veronica Mars and iZombie, uh, watched this show. And ha- took a lot of inspiration from it because it's based off of a comic book, I Zombie is. Yeah. That is absolutely nothing like that show. I read the comic book because I was like, oh, I wonder how that is because uh, I like the show. And I was like, this is not even anything kind of like this show. It's they literally just took the name of the thing. Like yeah. It's, 
it doesn't make any sense that it's based on that. Uh, the premise of that show is that when she she becomes a zombie and she has to eat brains to to live, obviously. So she eats the brains of people who are recently dead because she works in a morgue just like True does. And then uh, takes on their personality traits, but also re- remembers what happened to them so mm-hmm. she can, like, solve their murders. But, like... Uh, like Ghost Whisperer, she can't like go back in time and make them not die. She can just solve the murders. Yeah. Um, but the fun thing is that she takes on the personality of whoever she, eat, whoever brain she eats. Mm-hmm. So they they do a lot of fun stuff like where she'll be like, oh, she ate the brain of a cowboy, and then so she's like acting like a cowboy and talking like a cowboy. Um, I don't know why that's the example. There's also one where she eats the brains of a magician and then she does magic tricks. It's pretty silly. I wish you guys could see how bright <laughs> Michael's face is right now. But that's the problem with the show. The show is like, that is such a good idea. That is so fun. But they never do. They I'm not never, but they rarely do as much with it as they could. Yeah. It's more like, those are little fun ideas that we kind of put in the back burner. And it's mostly this kind of generic CSI type show. Yeah. But when they do do the really fun episodes where she does, where she gets, also Rose McIver is really good at, at playing lots of different characters. Um, so, Why don't you marry her? Well, I'll I'll see what she says. I'll get back to you. That joke never gets old. That was uh, I never thought about it, but I should marry her, yeah, right? Let's do it. Yeah. So cool. that was good reception. We did it. Hey, uh, since you were gonna, since because I brought it up and you wanted yeah. to do uh, just uh, guys, this is a brief recommendation. If you haven't watched Buffy, <laughs> fucking watch it. I mean, I've definitely recommended it before, but yeah. I know you have, but I'm just, I know that there's... Yeah, if you still haven't done it... you Hold on. You know who you are right now. You're sitting there guiltily with your iPods. What are they called? Air, AirPods? You're and, sitting there judgmentally thinking like, listen... Oh, Buffy's a dumb show. Guess what? Hey, take it from me. Somebody who didn't watch it until 2011, because I was like, that looks super fucking stupid. And somebody who... I don't want to toot my own horns. Um, I have multiple of them. I, for the longest time, wanted to be an actress and took acting very seriously and am very judgmental over acting. I It looks like a stupid, stupid television show on the surface. But I met this one right across the table from me. This, this handsome little beard he's got wearing right now. <laughs> he's got glasses. wearing right now. He's wearing it right now. Um, it is the best show I've ever seen on television. <laughs> it's fantastic. I've never seen an arc, uh, for a character arc like that on anything ever and for a strong female lead buffy's just given so much guys it's such a good show it's got heart it's got drama it's got trials and tribulations it's got vampires it's got a musical episode that's fantastic it's got the The air conditioning coming on on. oh we're just gonna leave it i thought you're gonna go turn it off you're closer there we go so watch buffy guys That'll cut together flawlessly. Uh, I want to mention one more thing about the show, True Calling. Uh, I do think that one of the reasons why it might not have worked at the time... Oh, I didn't mention. So, uh, Mention that I didn't mention. <laughs> I, I didn't mention that I didn't mention. Early, I was going to say that they... Basically, what happened was they just expected this to be a big hit. They When they produced the... Uh, when they bought the initial show, they were like... Yeah, this is going to be a huge hit. Go ahead and and re-up for season two, like, immediately. Because they saw the show and were like, this is great. 
and then it didn't do well. And so that's why there's that second season that's only five episodes, because they started shooting the next season before the season one had even finished. And then they were like, oh, these numbers, they ain't looking so good. So let's cut that second season. So they only shot the first six episodes. Remember when Nielsen ratings were a big thing, guys? I know. That's what, like, nowadays, I do think this show would work on, like, Netflix or something. Absolutely. This is a Hulu show. But that's what I was going to say, is that another thing that hurts it, which also hurts Buffy, is that this is the era of 22 episodes a season. Yeah, it's a lot to ask for something like this. Especially because, the like, this premise could wear thin if it's 22 episodes in one season of her going back in time and fixing stuff. This feels like a 10-episoder. Or 13. Or a 13. I think 10 would even be perfect. You know, a couple seasons do like two or three seasons, 10 episodes each. And then that's essentially how many episodes there are of this show is 26 episodes. So, you know, I think it would have worked better at smaller arcs with less episodes. So tonight, Michael, when you go to bed, Mm -hmm. just listen for that faint calling of help me from your true calling DVD. And who knows? Maybe you'll wake up and it's 2003. Maybe. And you can go and save true calling from being killed one last thing who's the new true oh boy do i know young people that's not to be young i young i feel like it does need to be a young person why because yeah no i don't know because young people sell uh i might be able to come up with selena gomez Mm, ariana grande no just because i love her um amanda bynes (laughs) she's making a comeback hey guys quit hating i love me some amanda she's very talented yeah i'm not glad that she's seeking help and getting her shit together i love amanda bynes i hope she doesn't come back that shit talking Um, i'm just i'm just joking because she's not young somebody who's (laughs) not conventionally like your pretty girl i don't know i don't know uh i'm just gonna throw out julia gardner gardner because i gardner gardner uh because i'd like to see more of her but she's doing a lot of modeling right now, so I don't know. She's the girl from I know Electric from. Children. If you've never seen Electric Children, it's not that great of a movie, but I think she's an incredible actress. She's also in, what's that movie called? With the Cannibals? With the Cannibals? Yeah. Um, we are who we say we are. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yep, we are who we say we are. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, we are who we are. We are who we are. Yeah. Uh, that movie is not Not bad. that great. It's not bad. <laughs> It's not that great either. It's not bad, guys. Anyway, that's been good reception. Um, Thanks for playing. Who's a young actress? <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to put something out there, and I genuinely, all of the people that I can think of are in their 30s. I, I don't know any young people at all. Who's a young person? I'm like, I don't, I'll just go to my go-to, Tessa Thompson, but she's doing a lot of movies right now, so. She's not even young. Well, she's I mean, in she's probably, 20s. Is she even in her 20s? I would say she's probably in her late 20s. Late 20s. Yeah. Uh, she's also doing that Mount Mad- Black thing. It's also like she's a mega movie star. Yeah, she's, she's not, not going to be, be on doing TV. shit. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of the Podfix Network. That's right. You can find them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podvixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows you can download our show on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify P- google play podbean or 
you know, whatever podcatcher you happen to use. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. Uh, guys, I know you're not doing it. I know you're not hey doing guys, it. Like, seriously, um, it's the beginning of a new year. I would really love if you... Hey, new Year's resolution for everybody. Yeah. Either Just write a review. And honestly, it doesn't have to be five stars. I want to hear what we're doing good and what you would like to hear. That's a genuine request. Hey, Normally, yeah. I sound snarky. It's just my normal tone. I can't help it. But I am genuinely asking. So do that. Help us out. Be a bud. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Back to you. Something for old anxiety. Good night, everybody. Good night.